Hello out there in podcast land. This is Jason Rose with Rupus, and uh, welcome to the Rennie Doyle Podcast. Hey, man, we're ready to go. So uh, we're going to rock into this. Uh, Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good. I uh, had a had a had a really fun day yesterday, I would and uh, I'm doing good that. today. Yeah. Well, something really cool happened to Chris. I'll let him share what he wants to and what he doesn't want to. But uh, Chris, a really good friend of ours, is going to make your day with something else. I found out you're getting you know good things happen to good people, and Chris is a good guy. You got another little surprise coming to you, huh? Somebody. All right. Really, well, somebody really big thought about you specifically about you that's all i'm gonna say huh all yeah. right well i don't i don't uh you know i'm gonna be humble here and i'm gonna say i don't deserve it especially after what happened yesterday but uh but i can i can share that if everybody wants to hear i think you should man i think that you know it's an example of who you are and what you are and there's a lot of good people in the world still all right well um so uh i don't know back in 06 you know what you know what, you know what? the people What's that? Instagram's not going to be able to hear. Oh, they're not? No, they probably won't be able to hear. So you want me to just kind of tell the round vision and you fill in all the, the blanks? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I hate to steal your thunder, but they're not going to be able to hear it. So Chris is a really good guy. And, and correct me, you're going to kind of have to steer me, Chris. And so Chris has been a part of this um, mini club. And he's he loves, you know, he's got a mini Cooper. And he met a gentleman and they cruised and they did a lot of stuff. And Chris really, you know, was a friend to him. and just sincere and who is it, it's exactly who chris is and always is he was just a really nice guy to this guy for how many years chris how many years were you guys close oh i've i've known him since 2006 so you know it's it's been 14 years that you guys the, these guys have known each other and uh guys got a really clean what year 2006 yeah 2006 jcw mini cooper jcw mini cooper with how many miles Nine thousand original miles yep and he came down with a, uh, a condition in life and unfortunately is going to lose his battle. And uh, he doesn't really have any family. And he knows Chris really loves Mini Coopers. And yesterday he gifted Chris his Mini Cooper. And uh, Chris, you named it after him. So what's it named? Yeah, I named it Maury. Maury, because that's his name. So more of the story is, you know, when you do good things, good things do come back. A lot of times, you know, they say uh, 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 good guys never win. Uh, you know what? I think that's completely false. And this is an example of it. Uh, and Chris, I can't tell you that somebody big in the, in, in the automotive world is going to give you a car. Well, kind, <laughs> of, kind of, but it's something really cool, but, um, good things do happen to good people. So let's kick into this. So congratulations, Chris. That Thanks. was cool. I can't wait to see it. I volunteered for him to park it at the shop. Yeah. So, it's, it's almost the same. It's almost the same color as the Chevelle. Is it really? See, yeah, pepper, pepper white. I'd take it out. It, it, you, when you come back, it would have a little less thread on the tires. <laughs> mm. So let's jump into this. So first off, before, you know, I, I want to tell you guys your mind thoughts. And I go into this a lot. And I know I do. It's because I've been young. I've been older. Um, I've been broke. I've had money. I've had easy money. I've had hard money. Um, I've had... I've had big money. I've had moderate money. I've had realistic money. And, and I've been absolutely 
devastated financially, uh, was born with, with not much. I can tell you this is getting your mind right is 90% of the battle. Now the media wants to tell us how crappy the economy is doing. And let me tell you, I know some of you watching this, you're either brand new or your, or, or your market's been devastated by all the shit that we're facing as a society and as a globe. Let me tell you, the majority of service businesses I know are really kicking ass right now. And it's not by chance. Some of them got lucky. Other ones have really built it into it. They put the seat time in. They've worked really hard. But I'm going to tell you, if you're one of those that's hurting, is we hope that what's going to be laid down today, what was laid down in, in the last week's call, and then a couple calls I've got planned uh, for, for later in this month and going into the new year, I hope that helps. I hope Chris and I can help you out. I hope that our experiences in life, the things that we've done at building businesses, and then also just having access, you know, we, we're almost to the 500 mark of helping 500 companies launch their business. And most of those have succeeded at a pretty fair level. Some have failed. That's just going to happen. Look what the national and the international averages are for new businesses. But I want to jump into this is that first off is get your mind thinking right. Okay. If you think that you're going to struggle, oh boy, what's going to happen next? If you're thinking that the, the sky is going to fall down on you. I've been there. And guess what's going to happen? The damn sky is going to fall down on you. So get out of that. Look forward and, and put your goals on paper and say, man, this is what I'm going to go do. I don't give a shit if it takes me a year, two years, or three years. I'm going to get out of this shithole I'm in. I'm going to take and improve my life. And nobody's going to stop me. If you've got that mentality, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The next, and, and I don't take a lot of notes. I really don't. So this is how important this is. So make sure you got a, a, a pen and paper. The other thing is create an amazing addictive persona and personality about yourself is that, you know, you can take and make this business all about your services and all about the things that you do, but it's more importantly to make it about you and the person that you are. That is the number one thing, man. Listen, is that I'm buying two major things right now. Uh, possibly three after I get off the phone with Chris and an idea I've gotten that I got to call, uh, I got to call Bob and Dave and get their input. But here's the deal is major input, major I'm buying from, from people and not from companies. Uh, for instance, I called to get a bid. We're putting um, something big into the shop and I called a local company wanting to keep my company. And the first thing out of their mouth was, well, sir, due to COVID and she was kind of nice, kind of not, uh, due to COVID, we are not taking appointments right now. We won't be doing so until the first of the year. And I said, okay, hey, thanks. And I got the phone. I was like, you know, here I am trying to give a business, a local business, my business. And I understand maybe they got risk and everything else, but she wasn't not, her persona wasn't right. So I called another company a little bit out of town. They're very friendly. They're coming up this next week. They're giving us a proposal on it and they're probably going to take my money. And the reason why is they could have told me the same thing nicer and it would have meant more sense. The first company had an opportunity to show me what their persona was, what their personality was. And instead, they got a little negative on it and it transferred over to me. So make sure the first, that first contact, whether it's face-to-face -face or it's in person, is that you're letting your personality. Now, if you've got a dry personality or you're shy, it's your responsibility to go out and develop that personality. Uh, Ken Crone, a good friend of mine up in Northern California, I'll never forget when he came to training, is he says, man, I'm really, I'm almost chronically shy. And I was like, dude, man, you're a business owner. You got to get through that. And Ken's personality has come out so much in recent years. And I've got dozens of people I can say that. Even myself, I was so unsure of myself when I launched into business going back some, some 35 years ago. I was so unsure of myself, but I knew what I wanted and I went after it. And slowly over the years, 
I developed my personality and persona. Next is, I love this. This comes from Chris. So gain, maintain, and uh, gain, maintain, and retain. So again, this is something new out of my mouth. Sorry, I'm kind of tripping with it. Gain, maintain, and retain. And I love this. And I think that let's go over that gain. Gain people in. You know, so much, so much stuff I see on on the internet. And there's a couple people doing just a fabulous job as they're just putting themselves out there. Uh, some are putting really polished videos together. I myself kind of gravitate towards kind of the raw uh, personal videos myself, but they're gaining, they're gaining trust. They're gaining uh, a following and, and a lot of my life because they're not going after the masses. They're really sniper approach to marketing is they're going after specific people that are going to take and entertain buying services, buying products from them. Next, be interactive with people before, during, and after the sale. This is so important is to take and not just not, not just want to make a sale, is that take in and engage them. Learn about them. Learn about what they want. Learn a little bit about as you start servicing them and as you go out or as they come into your location is learn about their traits, what they like, what they dislike, all these different things. Also, this is really important. Do the basics over the top. Say please, say thank you, say you're welcome. Just have good, have good manners. Shake people's hands, look them in the eye when you're talking to them, and then be on time. If you're not going to be on time, call them with enough warning. The one thing that drives me crazy is when people don't respect other people's time, is be on time. It's so important when in business. And I'm going to tell you, if you do those, just those two things, if you work on your persona and you're cordial with people, and you let your personality come out, and you've got good manners, you say please and thank you, and you're on time, you've got probably 50% of the battle because most people aren't like that anymore. Is they, the only, it's a, it's a me generation, it's a me society. I wouldn't even say generation, society. Because there's people older than me, my age and younger, that just don't appreciate people's times anymore. And for a business, man, that's lethal if you ask me. Totally, totally lethal. So create an amazing initial contact experience. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to correct this is every time somebody makes, not even initial, every time somebody makes contact with you is, you know, don't answer the phone normal. Uh, be excited about what you do. Uh, take and, and always greet people with smile. I had an old boss, uh, Mike Scott, that used to tell me, I worked for an Irish company and he used to tell me, man, make sure that people can see your smile through the phone. And I was young and I was like, how is he talking about? But you know, he was right is that when you pick up that phone, man, and when you see people, is greet them. And I know right now we're wearing masks and everything else. You can still see the eyes, the eyes rise when, when people smile. You can still, it's changing. And reading people has changed. First off, I, I feel like I'm, I'm reading a bunch of uh, bank robbers, you know, constantly now because you go and you're watching people's eyes and, you know, you can see them lift and that means smile. And it's kind of a, a reality of today's world, right? Um, be super above average from start to finish. And again, a lot of it's just you smiling, being kind, having good manners, and being really excited. You know, I just did a video about people, and I'm going to release this here in a, in a few days, is appreciating your business. So many people don't, they work hard, they're working all these hours, maybe you're just beginning, maybe you're in the first five, seven years, and you're really cranking it out, and you get grumpy because you're just, God, maybe it doesn't seem the rewards are coming back as quickly as you thought they would be. And all of a sudden you grow an unappreciation for your business. That's really dangerous. Every day, wake up and say, oh my gosh, I rule my own destiny. What an opportunity 
and take that opportunity and embrace it, hug it and appreciate your business. Because when you don't appreciate your business, that message goes out to other people. And guess what? Before you know it, is they're getting that same tainted view of your business. They're not going to truly appreciate you. Your value is going to go down. The prices that you can that you can charge are going to go down. Referrals are going to go down. Everything spreads. It's a, it, it's contaminated. Don't contaminate your own business. Um, provide super knowledge, super support while entertaining. This is absolutely huge. And again, there's some people doing it so well that they take and they not just tell us, hey, I'm detailing. They tell us what they're doing detailing. And then they get their customers talking about it. And that's so important is to get your customers sending your message, not just you. And I absolutely, that to me, that's just absolutely uh, priceless is when you get your customers sharing your story, not just you sharing the story. Um, now, support and knowledge. What's that mean? Is that when you provide a service is it's not just the service, it's the follow-up to service. Now, somebody that does a great job with this, is two companies, two, or excuse me, two industries. My dentist does a great job of follow through on what's going on with my mouth and what I should be doing to keep my mouth healthy. And believe it or not, we can learn a lot from other industries. And so the follow up, uh, the education woman, this guy is phenomenal. Uh, and if you know me, like a lot of us, we're terrified of the dentist. I can't stand going to the dentist, right? This guy is so tender and he's constantly educating me on what's going on with my mouth, what he's going to do. And then more importantly, what I need to do to take and keep my mouth healthy. The other industry that does a great job of doing this is the heating and air conditioning uh, industry is they are phenomenal at repeat business, at maintenance checkups, at, at, at maintenance contracting agreements of coming out of follow-up. Um, also, I love the fact that when there's a problem, they charge a service fee to take and see what they can do, what they're going to do there. They charge you a service fee to tell you what needs to be done to your system and how much they're going to charge you. And I think that in our industry, a lot of the times we learn from that because a lot of times we're asked to come out and take a look at a problem and we come out and we try something, but we don't get paid. And I think it's important that is, is, is if you're going to try something and you're going to problem solve something, that's valuable time that you can be spending doing something else. And we can learn uh, from other service industries that, there should be a service charge involved in that. What that creates also is a, a, a image of you that you're not going to be taken advantage of. There's so many times in my young career that I went out and tried things and spent one, two, three hours trying to fix things and didn't get compensated at all. And I know a lot of people listening to this right now have got that same problem. Stop doing it is don't do anything for free. When people want to do it, set up a service fee based on your hourly rate, go out and spend an hour problem solving it. Tell them what it's going to take, what the likelihood is uh, fixing the problem and then tell them what the price is going to be. Uh, if people don't want to pay that, you got to ask yourself, is that my ideal uh, customer? And am I wasting my time with this person? Because they're looking to use my time for free. And anytime look, somebody expects something from free for free, that's my, not my ideal customer. Um, develop an amazing talent for get connecting with others. Again, I'm going to use this in two ways. So many people, including myself, we're really into texting, right? Texting is such an important part of our lives. But I've got people that are in business that matter of fact, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a talk with, 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 with uh, friends this weekend that I'm going to see when I'm in Arizona and I'm going to talk to them about starting to switch that a little bit is not all the time, you know, switching away from texting, but every once in a while, just to make sure to get on the call because the connection value that you get with a phone call of hearing somebody's voice and talking with them and connecting with them is so much more valuable than text, even on personal relationships. You know, when I really feel the need, 
to really connect is, is it going to be at the phone call or in person? And I think that's something that it's become convenient for all of us, including our customers. But every once in a while, we got to shove our way into their lives a little bit to make sure that we take and we, we protect that ground, that we don't let anybody else come in and take our ground from us. So if, if they meet a new service provider and they're connecting with them and you've just been texting, guess what? You could lose that relationship because somebody's taking the time to speak with them and they're taking the time to speak with them. They, they might not even know they need to talk to you. But every once in a while, if you just lightly force your way in, say hello, hey, just checking on you. How's your car doing? How's this? How's that doing? Make small conversation. Boy, that's priceless. Now, here's another one. Go the extra mile. Always look for opportunities to not give away time, but to give away value. Uh, I tell you this, if you're struggling a little bit right now, so many times we base our, our, our successes off the price point. And so many times, the lowest price point, you think it's going to, oh, I got to build up my reputation. I go and go low. I couldn't disagree with that more is that because what that sets you up with is the low paying customers and your, and your market is that I always went into a new market and we went into a lot of new markets and we continue to help people grow. And this is the one of the things I tell them, be matched to one of the highest priced service providers in your area. You don't have to go above them and you don't have to go right at them, but I would be within 20 bucks of them. If not, I don't like to be below anybody. I want to be priced at the best level with the best, recognized as the best, or be priced above them. Simple as that. I think there's dividends that will, that will be rewarded to you when you have that attitude. And this isn't theory, it's proof. We've done this dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times with other companies. And anytime that you think, hey, man, I got to come in low to build up my reputation, let me tell you, I've done that. And guess what? It was the worst thing I ever did because it took me years, sometimes one, two, three years to dig myself out of that hole on that first market I came into. We never did that again. And we had huge successes in the markets. Deliver the product you promise with a splash of something special. What I mean by that is that is you can go in. I tell people, be very cautious of your time. Don't freely give your time away. But this is a cool thing. I don't like to give cash discounts where I like to take and, and, and add value into it is if I see a scratch and it wasn't included, they're just doing a, you know, a stage one, I'll take and I'll go after that scratch. I'll get it out or at least minimize it, whatever you can do. And then I'll put it on the invoice that, hey, the scratch. And when they come out, I'm going to present it to them. And I'll say, you remember that scratch that we talked about? You know, you guys seem like really good people. And so I went ahead, I removed it. I didn't charge you for it. It's $275 value. Just tell your friends and family about me. That, there's a lot of gain to that when you give out something special like that. Also, what I love about it is it's really good practice for you. So you can practice your skills. And then also, it's building, it's building up an alliance with your customers. You didn't give a cash value away. You gave a little bit of time, but there's a lot of rewards and a lot of give back on that kind of uh, extra splash. I love to give extra splashes. And we talk about that in training all the time. So... Now, this is a really important one. This is huge. And I know people kind of discount this on referrals is that while you're sitting in front of people or you've got them, I know a lot of times we, we don't see our clients in this, in this fast paced world, even with all the shutdowns and everything else, a lot of times we're not face to face with our clients, right? And so it's really important that when you get on the phone, whether you're in person, um, I don't like to do it in text messages often, but I will is that uh, birds of a feather is that usually when clients take in and they have a, a vehicle, they have a service done is they know like-minded people, not all of their friends are going to think and buy at the same levels of them and want the very best like you're delivering. But a lot of times if you don't ask for a referral, they're not going to think about giving you a referral. The thing I love about asking people is going up, shaking their hand, 
thanking them for the opportunity saying, Hey, you know, we know you've got other opportunity, uh, other places to spend your money. Thank you so much for spending your money with our small business. These are tough times and it really supports our family. So we can go out and support other businesses in the community. It's really important to put things in that, that perspective for your customers. The other thing is to do is say, you know, we really appreciate you sharing our services with friends and family. You've got a face-to-face, ask them, shake their hand firmly, ask them to do that. Here's why. A, they're going to do it. Somebody that's got a mouth like me, that if you, if you offer me outstanding service, man, I'm going to be the biggest spreader of the gospel is that I'm going to go out and be one of the disciples of Jesus. I'm going to spread the word of you like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to share your good news. And here's the good news, the, 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 the good news on that is that like my, I've got a lot, lot of like-minded friends. I've got a lot of friends that are in the same, in the same financial situation I am. Not only is it going to give you future business. The other thing it's going to do that I absolutely love on this is it's going to take and it's going to create demand for your services because if the Smiths did it, well, the Joneses are going to want it too. And so it just doesn't develop new business for you. It creates new demand for you. It starts putting you into where you're sought after. When you become sought after, whoo wee, what a, what a magical time in your business. And that run can be for decades. And so you want to create that by just a firm handshake, a pleasant thank you and asking for referrals. The next thing you do too is I always tell people, Hey, you know, your, your referrals and your reviews online are very important to us. I stage it though. The most important thing is, is to get them talking to their friends. This is where an email or a text message is as a follow-up, maybe a week after their service. I just got it. We went on vacation. We are asked to take and review the Airbnb we stayed at. um, And we've been home for over a week. And so it, it was great for them to get it. They know Airbnb knows that we're going to come home. We're going to get busy with life again. They waited a week. We got the email this morning. I'll go on and put a review on. So here's the magic, the magic combination. Ask for the referrals in person or on the phone. Then follow up with a text message and or an email. Ask them to go do reviews on how they liked your service. Make it very easy for them to go do so. Um, really important point right now. This is just not about selling. This is about so much more than selling. It's about connecting person to person with people, letting them take and buy into you, letting them see who you are as a person that you're putting back in the community, which brings up a whole nother topic. Because if you're not, shame on you. You should be putting back into your community. You shouldn't just take from your community. You should build up your community. But let them see what you are. Let them develop a friendship alike for you. It's so important that you do that and let them see you and make connections. I always said... Uh, before I even sold my last shop is that at the time that I turned all my efforts into building up trust and customers having trust in me was the day that it changed my entire business. When people totally trust you, they're going to give you more money and they're going to give you more referrals. Um, sell on needs. It, this, this is a simple equation. Don't, don't just sell on what you want to sell them. If, if you see that they're kind of struggling Maybe it's a little bit of a reach for your service and their car, you know, they don't take the best care of their vehicle is why are you going to sell them a stage two or three is get them in there, get them back, especially if they don't have good housekeeping. I want them back at least a couple times a year. And so why sell them on something that's going to be a real reach to where you might not see them for another three or four years only, or maybe they even, they even take in, in their mind, justify 
only once while they own a car over four, five, six years. With us going out to 84 month financing now in the United States, is that's it could be dangerous. And so I'm going to sell the product to them that's going to get them, allow them to A, be truthful and take better care of their, their vehicle and then get them back in on a more constant basis. Um, education, trust, and loyalty is be loyal to your customers. Okay. Uh, be, be very forthcoming with your customers. Tell them what they need. Never be scared to explain special needs situations where the price is going to go up and always be confident in your price is that's really important is that when you're confident in your price, um, I, I, I do this. I always have a copy of my menu and I always have in my hands, I don't necessarily show them is I always have the ranges. And the reason why is because I have a tendency, if I like people, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll give them a, a nice guy discount and I didn't need to. And it ends up costing me my, 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 uh, my profits per hour go down. Everything goes down. And I got to remember, man, I've got a family. I've got a business. I've got, I've got families that rely on our business is that if I give every nice person that walks in the door a special deal because I like them, we're hurting, we're hurting not just me, but we're hurting everybody that's underneath that umbrella. So it's really important. And maybe you're just a one person show right now. You're still hurting your family. Who do you want to give to your family or their family? They're going to buy and they're going to trust you. And I, I understand you got a kind heart, but you know, you got to be very careful on, on taking, giving discounts from the heart because so many times it's hurt my own family, it's hurt my own reputation, it's hurt my own business because when they go and tell people that, guess what? Those people are going to want the same deal. So it really creates kind of some animosity if you're not careful. Now, this is another topic is building a friendship is that my best customers, not every customer, but customers that I truly connect with is that um, I really like to build a friendship up. For instance, you know, you just saw what happened. Something amazing happened with Chris in his life. And again, something cool is going to happen to Chris here in the next few days uh, from somebody. And it's because they took the time to build a friendship and not just a business relationship. And again, it's not going to happen to every customer, but I'll tell you what, I've, we've had so many great customers that we've stayed in contact with for the last 20, 25 years. I can tell you in the stories, the dividends that pay out on having those, those customers as friends. A lot of people say, well, yeah, but don't you, don't you feel bad of, you know, charging your, no, not at all. Is that this is my business. It's just like when I go into a restaurant that's owned by friends is that I don't take and feel bad going in fit pay. I don't expect the discount. And you know what I want? I want good food and good service and a great time. I want a great atmosphere to take my family, my friends, break bread and have a good time. I don't expect my friends that own that restaurant. Matter of fact, it's the opposite. I'm going to tip them 25, 30% because of our friendship. I'm going to take and re re leave reviews because of our friendship. That's the kind of friendships and your business that you want to build up. Also in the community, man, when people come with it to us and they have needs, man, we reach back. We try to help out as many people and the customers are going to come to you. And you're going to have a lot as you get more success. You're going to have a lot of people come to you. And we found out some really creative ways to take and help people in the community without putting a lot of cash out. We do a lot of joint efforts and everything else might be another great discussion for a webcast in the future. Um, the next thing from there is that passion is this is probably one of the most important things because, you know, so many of us, a lot of people get into industries for the wrong reason. You know, I've, I've never understood and I had a really hard time. I had the chance you know, I had a, I had a, uh, about a, got as five or seven years. I always, I always lose a career in corporate America after I sold one of my businesses and I was really young 
and I wanted to go get some, some big number experience. And man, we did, we're, you know, I was selling $28 million a year was going through our hands. And I learned a tremendous amount about business, money, relationships, big projects and everything else. But the one thing that I didn't have is, you know, my whole family's in construction, my brothers, electricians, uh, cousins, plumbers, and they've done very well for themselves financially. But I just didn't want to do well for myself. I wanted to enjoy what I do. And I love what I do. And that's part of the reason. Let me tell you, I was just talking to some friends of mine, several friends. And, you know, every once in a while, I don't give myself credit. The generation that I came up in, in the auto detailing, our primary business, right? The auto detailing industry is that we were janitors, man. And that wasn't too long ago. People watching this right now, we were, we were looked down upon. And I know I caught some shit. For saying this and i'm sorry if you're younger you're riding off the backs of some giants um there was a time frame where a lot of detailers and you young guys aren't going to agree with this well that's because guys like me went out and paid the price so you wouldn't have to i hate to be cocky but i'm going to but back 20 years ago we weren't viewed detailing wasn't viewed like it is now is that we were kind of scumbags we we had a re- and we had earned it detailing had earned it is that and we still do to a large degree there's still a small percentage that are carrying out detailing as it should be done. A lot of people abuse this industry. And so we're, we're kind of downplayed now in certain markets. It's completely turned around. Uh, in some markets, it hasn't. But here's the deal is there was a time to where we had to be very careful what we said and how we looked. That's why we learned so much is because detailers were, were the bottom of the barrel and we slowly started raising it up. And let me tell you, if you feel like you're there, it can be done and it's easier now because of all the solid stuff that's out there and all the solid business providers and all the solid detailing professionals and the IDA and certifications and knowledge base. There was none of that available back when we relaunched back into detailing, none of it. There was definitely not any when I first got my start is that it was Biff the Detailer, it was Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. That was about as worst far. You want to see the, the extent of education? Watch the Karate Kid, because that's all we had, was Mr. Miyagi telling us, wax on, wax off, opposite way with your hands. That was absolutely it. So if you, if you look at your business now, and you can appreciate where we're at, we've come so far, there's no, there's no reason for you to downplay your involvement in this industry. The other thing is your passion. Listen, I could have gone and made a lot more money, probably a lot earlier in life doing something else. But man, I love what I do. I wake up every day. Has it always been that way? No. I remember the days when I struggled. I remember the days waking up where I didn't know where the next job was going to come in in the early days. I remember, you know, watching uh, when the tech bubble crashed in the late 90s, going, uh-oh, some of the big money people disappeared. It was for that long. I, I remember when the real estate slowdowns in the 90s, in the early 2000s, that long. I remember when 9-11 happened back in 2001, almost 20 years ago, is it happened. And I thought, oh, man, I had other businesses. I thought, man, we're going to be devastated. It was about that long. And then I remember the granddaddy of them all, 08 happening. That was about that long. Guess what? We survived. Many of us survived. A lot of people didn't, but many of us survived. A lot of the reasons we did is that we just had the drive to stay the, stay the course. Several people I know had to go out and get secondary careers until this thing passed. A lot of people just put a lot of money away and they're okay. They, they went through savings. That's what we did. We went through a lot of savings back then, but thank God we had it and our businesses lasted. But the main thing that took us through is passion and appreciation. Passion for what we do and appreciation for what we have. 
It's the simple things. Listen, we're a blue collar industry. If you want to be a multimillionaire, I'm going to tell you, you can become that. If you want to be an instant uh, overnight multimillionaire, probably not the industry for you. Probably the service industry is going to be really tough to do that. But if you want to do it over the next 7, 10, 12, 15, 20, 25 years, great. If it's a lifestyle and you want to take and do it slowly, great. If you want to make six figures a year and be comfortable, great. The opportunity is there, but you need to have passion at the base of it all. If you don't have appreciation for what you do and you don't have passion for what you do and the people don't see it that are buying from you, guess what? Your value goes down several notches and the person that's coming up, they could be even half your age and in, in, in the business for, for, for 10% of the time that you've been. But if they've got that passion, they've got that drive and they got that appreciation and you've been, in, you've been doing this game for 25 years and they've been doing it for two, but they've got all that and you don't, guess who's going to win the battle? My money's on them because in five more years, they're going to overtake you. So if you're burned out, get unburned out. Whatever you have to do, and a lot of times, I hate to say it, a lot of you overwork and you don't enjoy life. And it's not just about going on fancy vacations and everything else. It's just about taking some me time and slowing down and appreciating what you've got and understanding that, listen, at no time in history, there's serious enthusiasts that would give their their baby maker to be able to take and do what we do every day. And their doctors and attorneys and professionals and accountants and CPAs and electricians and contractors. And they do what we do for fun and they'd love to do it for a living. And here you are denouncing it. Hey man, been there, done that. Just get over it. Look around you and appreciate what you've got. As simple as that. Now, lastly, um, is I, I want you to do this is I want you to take on a piece of paper right now and you as a person, when you connect with people, what's, what's your best traits? And it's really easy to identify those. But what's your worst traits? What's holding you back at connecting with people like you've never connected before? Is that I'm a huge fan of Toastmasters. I got my kids involved in Toastmasters. If you don't know what Toastmasters is, it's a public speaking group. If maybe connecting with people, maybe you're shy, maybe uh, English is your second language, maybe um, maybe you're just, you, you, maybe you're not highly educated. Who cares, man? Street degrees versus degrees. Listen, I got a piece of paper up on the wall. Those don't mean shit, man. Do I enjoy that I got them? Yeah, I absolutely do. But my street degrees are, are, are worth so much more than my university degrees. The university degrees I went and did, um, honestly out of habit. Uh, and because that's, we were told to kind of go do that. Uh, uh, and, and I did it. Do I regret it? No, not at all. Because Getting a degree teaches you to learn and it teaches you to study and it teaches you uh, to be subjective and it teaches you a lot of skill sets that's going to take and allow you to go get a PhD uh, in street degrees. And those, that PhD in street degrees is going to be the most valuable thing. So take that piece of paper and put two lines on is pros and cons. What's, your, what, what's really good? What are you really good at, at at building up your connection with other people? And then what are you not so good at? What are you struggling at? What could you add? Maybe we spoke about some things. Out of those things, if something really took and rang in with you, put it on the cons. I don't have this. I don't have a newsletter. I am not educating. Uh, anything that you're not doing, and we're going to get more and more into depth in these calls, and we'll, we'll, we'll even supply some, some, uh, some materials to help you guys along with this. But develop yourself. Be honest with yourself. Do a self-evaluation of yourself and move on. So, hey, I hope this has really helped out. Now, my challenge to you 
my challenge to you is if, if this has, do me a favor. Matter of fact, Chris, you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to have a little challenge. I just thought of this. So I want you to go out and I want you to take and tag people. And I want you to tag us. When you share this video is I want you to tag me, Rennie Doyle or Detailing Success. Hashtag it, tag it, whether on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, I also want you to tag your friends. Now, what we're going to do is that we're going to watch those tags and we're going to take and do something. I'm going to give somebody, who, who, whoever, I'm gonna, we're going to randomly pick somebody. For every person that you tag, we're going to give you an entry. For every person that shares it in different forms and so forth, we're going to give you an entry. And then I'm going to give you some marketing materials to one lucky person. The other thing I'm going to do is that I'm going to take in for whoever, whoever takes and does the most is that, Chris, what do we do that's kind of cool? Let's think about something. You know, this is the giving time. Um, I'm going to take and do this is I got two, two, two passions. Uh, people in need because I grew up poor in animals. So we're going to split something. We're going to go and donate $250 in your name. Whoever, whoever shares it and tags the most people to the local humane society to save some dogs because so many dogs are turned in this time of year. And then we're going to go and we're going to give $250 to a local food bank. That's going to help people in need. Or if somebody knows a family right now and you're listening to, and they're really in dire straits, especially if they're in our industry, I want you to let me know. And we're going to take and your name is we're going to give the, that family a $250 gift certificate to go out and buy. If they're local, we'll deliver it. We'll go out and deliver a whole dinner. If they're not, we'll make sure to get them a $250 gift certificate so they don't go hungry this year. I'd rather do that and keep it in our industry. But here's the deal. I want you guys to share this because we're doing this, we're doing this out of the kindness of our heart of wanting people to take and learn and prosper and do better in your life and business. And what a better way than to help people out and spread the word. So Chris, uh, any, any uh, uh, questions that we can answer? You guys on Instagram, unfortunately, I can't see them. Uh, so we're going to have to go over to Zoom and Facebook just because I can't see your questions. So I apologize. But I will go in and watch it. If you've got a question, uh, I'll take and answer it. I'll go through the post and answer it as much as I can. How's that? Well, we should we should tell them if they got some questions, go ahead and put them up. Um, put them up because a of, they can answer. A lot of good comments. Cool. Well, I hope you guys get out of this. So I, I know. Okay. So I just I just spotted one. Let me go through real quick. Okay. So here's, here's one on Instagram that just came across. And I saw this is, is Rennie is, is I hear what you're saying, but I don't have much. Um, and I don't have money to spend. Let me tell you, you don't have to spend a dime because when I, I'm going to run and get something. Okay. Hold on. Do not leave. Do not leave. I'm going to keep talking. I, don't want you guys to leave. <laughs> I know what he's going to go get. I, you know what I'm going to go get, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I can't, Jose just asked me this. See this? It's garden sprayer. 22 years ago, Jose, that's what I started with. Okay. It was nothing. But what I did, the reason why I shared so much about your personality is developing your personality. Developing your personality is free. Doing outstanding. Most of what I just talked about is absolutely free. The biggest gift you could give yourself is developing yourself as an entrepreneur, but more importantly, as a human being. Somebody that just loves people, honestly love people, live a, a, such a life that you become, you become addictive when people are around you, they want a little of your mojo. They want a little bit of your energy. And listen, am I confident? I'd be, oh man, you got an ego. 
Oh yeah, I do. I got confidence, but if you know me, you'll know that, Hey, I'm very confident what I do, but I'm the last person that does this off of ego based. And there's so many stories I want to go into, but Jose, that's what I started with that and a little mop and a hose 20 plus years ago. That was it because my family and I, I invested in a company with a family member. We lost every dime, a lot of money. I was young. I was really young. And a good friend of mine, uh, Dave Morris, was a pilot for a family. And I just told this story is we didn't have the money to even go to Thanksgiving dinner or have a Thanksgiving dinner at our house because we just pretty much lost everything. Dave told me that, hey, man, I have nobody. I didn't know you detailed airplanes. And he says, you know, um, and I had been thinking about getting back into it. We'd already kind of put the ball in motion, but we lost everything. So Dave said, Hey, do you want to come down and wash the airplane? And I'll get you, let's see how you do. If you do it, I'll hire you on at least once a month to come in. And then I'll tell other people about you. Well, I didn't have the pride to tell him I didn't have any money to go buy anything. So we literally emptied out our piggy banks and I had to, I actually had to replace the kids money in their piggy banks. We took a total. And as we, as we, as we gained money back is that I actually replaced my kids piggy bank money because I, I had to, I went down and bought a hose and a, a foam mop to scrub the airplane with. And this nozzle, I keep this as a token to remind myself of the passion it took to get where I'm at today. And Jose, you can do it too. And it won't cost you a dime is that you've got to want it. You've got to work harder than you've ever worked. More importantly, you've got to work really smart, develop your, your, your persona, develop your personality build trust up in people, be sincere. I remember going to the grocery store and barely having enough money for milk and, but being solid when people would call me. And, 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 and I just remember those days in the businesses before that. So I've been, I've, I've started businesses out with good cash flow going right into it. And I started out what started my whole really launched me was with just that. So I understand that. Don't worry about the money. The money will come. Worry about getting yourself right in your head and within your heart and things will follow. So great question. Um, Chris, anything else before we get out of here? Facebook guys are being a little shy today uh, with questions, but that's all right. But, uh, but Barry Thiel at SB3 said he shared it for us. Right on Barry. Thanks, man. And again, if you guys got reach out to us, Rennie, let me give you my email. If you know a family in need, man, I want to know about it. And I know you guys are going to go and share this and you're going to tag all kinds of people that you know, need to listen to this. I know there's people out there, even if there's only one person that's going to get something off of listening to this, that fills my heart with joy. And I know it's what Chris and I are all about. When we started this, this whole venture is I used to tell Chris, Chris, what did I tell you? If one or two people reach out to us and say it had an effect on them, I don't care if anybody else listens. We can yeah. get one or two people on. And if those one or two people can grow their life and grow their business, that's all I need. I don't need to be, I don't need anything else out of it. I have no expectations other than it helping people. So with that, Hey guys, I think next week we're going to take the week off. It's Christmas week. And, uh, I want to go spend some time with family. I want Chris to take some downtime and I'll probably come do some live stuff on my own. So kind of watch, I'll pre-announce if I'm going to some messages and so forth. And, uh, but with this is that reach back behind, even if you're brand new, I tell every last week we had a, uh, a shop full of students and I always tell them next month, students are going to be newer than you. And so always reach behind and help the next person out because it's all about giving what you know back. And so if you can take and help people out, that's what's going to help you succeed also. So, uh Oh, Chris is laughing. 
Uh, I just uh, Barry says he needs to come out and get IDA um, certified and skills validated. He wants to know when he can come out. Oh man, Barry, I, you know, we got to create an event because you coming out here is an event in itself, but I do it one-on-one just to see you. So he's uh, he's, he's a good guy. Barry's good people with a big heart. He's another one that leads with his heart. And so uh, Barry, you uh, let's, let's right now, you probably don't want to come out here because um, yeah, I won't say anything. <laughs> California is a little bit of a cesspool. Yeah. It's a little bit of an R pit right now. So um but we might have something I'm going to share. I'm going to get off this phone call and share an idea I got with Chris and I'm excited. And Chris is either going to say, Oh boy, shut up. That's stupid. Or I'll pass it up the line, but I got an idea and it could involve you something really fun, something really fun, Barry. So let's keep in contact because I've, 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 I've got the plan. Um, all right, guys. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas, man. Go out there, be thankful. And uh, again, is, uh, is I usually don't share, my passion, but you know, remember what the season is about. It's not just about gifts. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's about the birth of Jesus and the changes he brought to this world and go out and make, even if you're a Muslim or you're Jewish or anything else, go out and make impact in the world that you're in and God bless, take care of everybody and uh, Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon.